Hello, this is Walnut Grove Baptist Church's podcast. We are in Carthage, Texas, and that is in Panola County. Our pastor is Reverend David P. Mitchell, and our Sunday school teacher, our Bible study teacher, is Deacon Glenn Wade. But thank you so much for joining us, and you'll be joining this uh, current episode that's in progress. Our Father, our God, our Creator, our Maker, we thank you right now for this worshiping hour. We ask that you intervene with us, bless us, and keep us, Father, on those that are here tonight. Father God, we ask in the name of Jesus, you bless the teacher, bless the student, bless us all the game of talk from your word and apply to our daily life. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. 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 All right, Deacon Wade. Okay, receiving a good inheritance. In this lesson, Paul writes to the Church of Galatia. And there's always been when Paul goes into these different areas and and uh, evangelize the Gentiles. The Jewish people want them to confirm to to the uh, Jewish so much about the Jewish uh, religion, and part of that is the Masonic law uh, and uh, circumcision was in, and also in the part of that that Abraham did to his descendants. So those things would be added in there if they were to become. Christians uh, under the gospel. But Paul has been writing in not only in the Galatians, but in some of the other uh, letters that he wrote to other churches that that was not necessary for them to become Christian. In this letter to Galatians, they are saying that uh, it was necessary for them to adopt some of the Masonic laws. In other words, they were saved by the Masonic law. And Paul is letting them know that the law has nothing to do with their salvation. Uh, in fact, the law was written uh, in a different uh, perspective than what the original covenant that was made with Abraham. So verse 1 is talking about that, for if the inheritance be of the law, it is no more a promise, but God gave it to Abraham by promise. But what he's talking about there is that if you try to make the law uh, the uh, the process by which we are saved, then you're going against the promise that God gave to Abraham. God made a promise to Abraham. Uh, that his name would be great, that he would be uh, revealed by all nations, that he would multiply his descendants. He would bless him and those that blessed him. He would curse those that, uh, his enemies. Salvation to all people uh, would become through his heir, which is Jesus Christ. That is the great promise uh, of the covenant that God made with Abraham. So. That's what they're talking about when they say if the if the inheritance be of 
be of the law. It is no more a promise. So in other words, now he made that promise. Now, if you're going to turn around and say it is because of the law, then you're going to have to nullify God's word. And we can't nullify God's word. Uh, only God could do that. Uh, so God, what if God has spoken in the being, it is going to be. So he made that promise to Abraham years before uh, Moses is even born. 19 goes into that. It says, it says whereby then service the law. In other words, okay, well, what the purpose does the law have? Well, the law was uh, given to Moses. And when, what the law did was after 400 years of being down in Egypt, the children of Israel were, uh, they would say, had passed into worshiping so many our gods. They had picked up the gods of the Egyptians. And, and they, many of them didn't even remember the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. If they did, they didn't know how to serve him. So uh, when God delivered them out of the bondage in Egypt, he had to teach them again how to serve uh, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And to do that, he set up a set of laws called commandments. And the commandment was a, a guide uh, to guide the people until the Savior came. And so that's where the law came in. So it said it is uh, what, what the, the, wherefore does the law serve? That's what the law serves. It would be it would be added because of transgression, later part of the verse, to the seed shall come of whom the promise was made. And it was ordained by angels to the hands of a mediator. And that mediator is, is uh, uh Moses. Now a mediator says in twenty is not a mediator of one, but God is one. And God made the, the promise to Abraham. Abraham uh, didn't have to make any promises to God. God made that promise to Abraham because Abraham showed great faith. Salvation is about faith. So uh, Abraham did not make a covenant with, he, made, he has a covenant with God in that God made one with him. But God made all the stipulations on him that he would do all these things. He does not make it where Abraham is doing anything except Abraham believes by faith. So uh, when we talk about a mediator, we're talking about uh, Moses, and that Moses was a mediator of the law. Uh, the law was given to Moses, and Moses gave the law to the people. When you think about the two, the covenant is a more personal uh, arrangement in that God gave his, co his covenant directly to Abraham. He gave his laws to Moses, and Moses gave it to uh, the people. So Moses uh, uh, really is just a go-between between God and the people. And Abraham, he made a direct uh, promise to Abraham. Uh, verse 21 said, is the law then against the promise of God? God forbid. But if there had been a law given which could give the life, mm -hmm. the question should have been by the law. 
In other words, what Paul is saying in that statement is, if by the law that Moses had, if it could give, uh, uh, that's the word I'm using for, if it had salvation in it, then it would be no reason for for uh, Jesus to come. But there is no salvation in the law. The law uh, is a list of things that you should not do. It's a guidance, but it's not salvation in there. In other words, the law is like a mirror. Uh, the law can reveal to you that your face is dirty, but the law can cleanse you. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ uh, can come and cleanse you through the blood that he shed on the cross. So the law reveals the sin that you have committed, but the law does not give you an, uh, a solution to what to do about the sin. Only Jesus can wash away our sins. God didn't have but one way of salvation, and that is through his son, Jesus Christ. But they was trying to make it through the law. And if you make it through the law, then you make it about works. And we are not saved by works. We're saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. If it was by works, then we have a bad problem because our works uh, does not save us. What our works does do is that our, because we are saved, we should work. In other words, because we are saved, we become a new creature. And when we become a new creature, we ought to do the, the will of God. In other words, we ought to do godly things because we <laughs> are. But these godly things that we do does not save us. What saves us is our faith in Christ. So Paul is making that argument with the uh, Galatians about what, what they should do to be saved. Uh, we can see in verse 19, and, and 20, uh, what they, one of the questions that they might be asking is, uh, is that, is the law greater than the problem? Well, of course it's not. Uh, the law was given in an oppressive manner. There was thunder and lightning from the mountain and, and so many uh, horrific things was happening. But the law was inferior to the covenant. Uh, the, the promises of grace and the law is about conditions. In other words, it says in one of the laws that honor thy father and thy mother, that their days may be long. In other words, there's a condition. You honor your father and mother, your, and not that when they say your days may be long, it doesn't mean you're gonna live longer, but it's gonna mean you have, have blessings. So those are, are, are conditions of the law. But under grace, under grace, there is no condition except that you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. So the law uh, had, a, had a mediator. Uh, it, it was a, uh, Moses was the mediator. So the, the covenant with God is much greater than the uh, covenant that was made, I mean, the uh, law that was given by Moses. Verse uh, 23, but if faith came, we are kept under the law, shut up unto the faith, which after would be revealed, whereby the law was our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ, 
for we might be justified by faith. But after that faith has come, we are no longer under schoolmates, for ye are the children of God by faith in Jesus Christ. In those four verses, uh, given a, a Did we get disconnected? Hello? They're getting back on the call. Is everybody there? Yes, yes sir. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. I don't know what happened. Uh, so the covenant was personal between uh, God and Abraham, but it, it was for everybody. So uh, if if by the law we could have been saved through the law, then we would not have needed uh, Jesus Christ. But the law could not do that. The law could only reveal to us what... Uh, that we really did need a savior. The law was given to reveal sin. Grace shows him, shows us that forgiveness can be obtained through Jesus Christ. So Jesus Christ is, is the grace that, that we receive because we can see through the law that we needed somebody to save us. Uh, it lets us know that uh, we cannot be saved by the works and the law was about the works. Uh, in verse, see what I was kind of lost where I was. The law was not given for the, um, the law was given to prepare us for Jesus Christ's coming. When you think about the schoolmaster that he's talking about in this, the schoolmaster was uh, 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 a disciplinarian, a guardian, uh, uh, somebody that that, that 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 tells you uh, don't run in the class, don't run in the class. These are things that uh, that God guided you in the right direction, but it could not save you. So uh, the law was a preparation for when Jesus was to come. Uh, so once the law prepared us to see that G we needed Jesus, then uh, in God's own time, he provided the Savior that we needed. But the law in, uh, given in the Old Testament and again, it goes back to prove the, the purpose of the Old Testament. The Old Testament concealed Jesus Christ, and the New Testament reveals Jesus Christ. The law, in, in, in its essence, concealed Jesus Christ, but it also uh, revealed that we needed somebody like Jesus Christ, if, if that makes sense. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm saying it right. But we are the children of faith in Jesus Christ. So Abraham led us in the fact that he was the first one to be, uh, he was the first one that by faith 
uh, was given a credit for being justified by faith. Abraham believed God. When God said, move to a place that I will show you, Abraham moved to that place. When he said, take Isaac up and, and, uh, and make a sacrifice, Abraham, by faith, did all these things that God had asked him to do. And it was con uh, accredited him for righteousness, which is what Jesus Christ gives us through when we accept him as our Lord and Savior. It's, we are justified into righteousness because of our faith in him. Verse 27, for as many of you as have been baptized unto Christ have been put on Christ. On Christ. There is neither uh, Jew nor Greek. There is neither born nor free. There is neither male nor female. For ye are one in Jesus Christ. And if ye be Christ, then ye are Abraham's seed and heirs to the promise. Again, he's talking about the uh, the promise that was made unto Abraham. Uh, the law cannot justify the gift the guilty sinner. Uh, it cannot it cannot declare only way we can declare our righteousness is through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Uh, the law does not give a person oneness with God. Uh, through our faith in Jesus Christ, we can receive oneness with God. Jesus makes us heir to the spiritual blessing that God gave to Abraham. Abraham, because of his great faith. Uh, became a father of many nations. Uh, not only was he a father of many nations, but he was a uh, wealthy man. He was he received all the uh, blessings uh, through the promise that God made to him. In his arrows to Jesus Christ as our Savior, uh, Scripture simply says, "Seek you first the kingdom of heaven and all its righteousness." And the rest will be added unto, paraphrasing. So in other words, when we seek Jesus Christ, uh, we are seeking after what we need to to fulfill the promise. The promise and the error to uh, what God has to offer. The scripture says that the earth is the Lord and the food is thereof. So everything that in this earth belongs to the earls, and we are the earls of Jesus Christ. Uh you don't have to worry about it. Verse 28 is trying to tell us that you are no longer a Greek or a Jew. Uh, that stuff doesn't matter. We were adopted in. In other words, we have the same righteousness as the descendants of Abraham had, and that we were adopted into uh, fellowship with them. So it doesn't matter whether we're Jew or Greek or uh, uh, male or female or uh, any other uh nationality, we are all in one with Christ. And then baptized means that you gave your old, you gave your your, your all to Christ. Uh, he washed your way of your, your sin and, and justified you in righteousness. So all these things come when we believe in Jesus Christ. So the law was given uh, to reveal our sin, uh, but it could not wash away our sins, a better way of putting it. He could not wash our sins away. But Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior, and the only way that we are saved. We will never be saved by our works. 
because we can never work enough. Uh, we are uh, a sinful generation, born in sin. But Jesus can wash away all our sins. And I know it might seem kind of quick, but that's basically what I have for this lesson. Been kind of writing some more papers, and it's and, uh, it's been taking up quite a bit of my time. Comments from anybody? Good lesson, uh, brother T.C. I'm so glad that this lesson came right on time because it was, it was some questions a few months back, you know, pertaining to the law, and this lesson um, gives you a clear understanding the purpose of the law and the purpose of the promise and how and as Christians uh, understanding um, when the law um, when the law was given and then the understanding of the role that Jesus plays in the law and uh, I'm so grateful for this for this lesson today because it gave me a better understanding because if you remember I was confused about the law but uh, this and this really clarified um, so we can understand um, what the promise meant so thank you for this lesson if you notice Jesus never said he abolished the law. He said he fulfilled the law. He fulfilled the law. And so the law is working with grace to to bring us to a certain uh, position. Uh, the law kind of keeps you in line until grace came about. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like it's kind of like being a child and mm-hmm. the law and it keeps you in line until right. you can get become an adult and, and then understand why you need to behave certain ways and how you need to act. And so uh, that's the reason they talk about so much about the law being uh, a schoolmaster mm-hmm. and that it was a disciplinary that kept you in line so that grace could abound. Amen. And also uh, great understanding to all that receiving a good inheritance. And uh, like <clears throat> to uh, us and my understanding tonight that, as we have said, that the law and grace work hand in hand, uh, as you see, it is right because, you know, it keeps us in because we still obey the law of the land also. And mm-hmm. uh, well, we thank God that we're not up under Moses' law. So I don't think uh, we can uh, ever live up under Moses. I'll thank God, but the grace came along. And uh, we realized tonight that, you know, receiving a good inheritance is in the uh, lesson that shares that it's for everybody. All of us can have this inheritance, and all of us want to receive this inheritance, but we got to obey and do uh, God's commandment, and we got to live by God's uh, commandments. Mm-hmm. That's why he, he also uh, put the Ten Commandments in place for us also. Mm-hmm. And also have to remember, uh, even though it says, 
that uh, Jews and Gentiles, uh, slaves and free uh, men and women, but you will continue to be in the law until you choose to believe in Jesus Christ. And you have that faith and understand right. being a child of God. So um, let that be a reminder to, regardless who you are, if you do not see or, or believe that Jesus died and rose again, if you don't believe those things and that he rose, sacrificed his life for all, if you don't believe that, then you will still be up under law. Because it said also um, that, you know, um, like Paul was trying to trying to uh, point out to uh, the Galatians, you know, one group of people was not better than the next, okay? Because even though there were, uh, as we say, Greeks or Gentiles that, that knew about God. And so that means that invitation was open regardless of where you stand. You may be a person that really don't quite understand about, but as you learn more and then you choose to believe and understand and try to live by his word, then there is salvation. That's a good lesson. Yes, it really is. Mm -hmm. Okay, Tess, guess it's back in your hand. All right. Thank you all for sharing in tonight. Thank God for you. Uh, Deacon Wade, thank you for our lesson tonight. And let us remember that we can all uh, be heirs of the promise and of the inheritance. And I'm glad that all of us is in this wheel. And uh, yeah. when I, I look at it, receive a good inheritance, we, we want to see what uh, somebody left us. We want to see what, mm. what's in the wheel for me. Uh, and mm. all of us realize it, it's something in the wheel for all of us, eternal life. Uh, Amen. With Jesus so thank you all for uh, receiving this good lesson and receiving a good inheritance. But uh, in order to get this inheritance, you got to go through some things. That, uh, but you got to mm -hmm. stay focused. Stay focused yeah. on it. And, and he already told us it, it belongs to everybody. So we, mm -hmm. we just can't say it's just for me. So what God has for you, it is for you. But thank God for the inheritance. All right. We ask that you pray for pray for everybody. Pray that uh, we are getting close to the end of the school year, another year of school. So we are. I think we had six, seven, or four next week, and two of this week. So we had six days of school. So y'all pray for these young people that headed out of these schools and uh, in this summer uh, life, or either graduating or whatever. Let's pray for everybody. Amen. Amen. Father, eternal Master, we thank you for this 
opportunity to thank you for the teachers, thank you for the students, thank you for the comments that have been said on tonight. We ask that you uh, apply these lessons to our daily life that we may be to help somebody along life way. Father God, we ask to look upon the sick, children, and the Marie family. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank God. Amen. Beautiful lesson. Thank yes, you. it is. Thank you. Amen. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Walnut Grove Baptist Church Podcast. If you feel led to do so, you can leave a gift at bit.ly slash walnutgrovegiving. Thank you so much, and we'll see you in the next episode.